0: Darlings and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast and you are joined by me, Natasha Mundy. I am your host and I am here to take you through this episode today. So what are we going to be talking about today? <clears throat> we're going to be talking about the good girl myth. Ooh, what does that mean? It means so much for so many different reasons, but this is what we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, part of this actually follows the journey that I'm on at the moment. So, you know, of course, I love to share my experiences and my stories. And that is how we grow together. Oh, my God. So what's been going on? So much has been going on. It's just been a bit. (laughs) Life has been a little hectic, you know, like life sometimes like to throw some curveballs at you and just. You just got to roll with the punches, you know, you just got to go with the flow of the ocean, as I like to say. Everyone knows that this year I'm having a bit of a ocean metaphor. Situation, so we're just going with the flow of the waves today. <laughs> I've got lots happening in the kids' my crown world. It is just amazing. I'm loving it. I am um, just about to create a little. I'm in this creation mode. I'm in this creation and this birth mode, and and I think I have liberated myself by stop following the rules, which is a little bit what today is gonna be about as well, and you know, which allows me to be more of myself and teach more my way and what it is that I want to teach rather than what I feel I was doing in the past, which was just trying to appease to all the masses to have a bigger base. So now it's going to, I don't want to use the word niche down, I don't like that word, but now it's going to cover, you know, it's going to be a bit of self-discovery. You guys are going to self-discover with me and... Yeah, we're going to go on that. So the next little masterclass that I'm looking to birth and create is a bad bitch's guide to manifesting, you know, like, and um, really embracing that energy. And that's a little bit what this topic is about today. So let's just get straight into it. So the good girl myth. And the reason why I want to talk about that today is because... You know, uh, if you've been here for a little while, you would know that I have been on uh, what I would call a spiritual journey, right? You know, I've been on this spiritual awakening and, you know, and this sort of happened around the time that I turned 40 and I'm at a point now where I feel like, I don't know, what happened is, is that I didn't suddenly wake up at 40, but around that time and I just woke up and just thought, my God. I have just been sold a bullshit lie my whole entire life of how it was meant to be and who I was meant to be and what I was meant to have and all that sort of stuff and just became really open and a, I don't know in tune with it and you know it's broke it's literally broken my world <laughs> in the most um, positive and fabulous way sometimes we need something just to shatter everything down and you know to know that there is a little bit more out there and and it really explained a lot of the feelings that I had my whole entire life you know when I've been trying to fit in and and play play by the rules you know so to speak the rules and those rules I'm talking about are like the rules of society and and what we're meant to do and all that sort of fun stuff for me that just caused like a whole lifetime of not fitting in not feeling enough and and not doing things the right way because I would do things my way and and things like that. So something that I've really started to notice now. So now what I've been doing, like I've been on this spiritual journey and I'm really stepping into my own power and who it is that I am without feeling apologetic for not fitting in or being the way that I'm meant to be as a woman or anything else like that. You know, like it is just all been this journey and very much about for me as well as a bit of fuck the rules so to speak too you know and about creating my own rules for life of how it's meant to be and every time that there is an ideal or you know a a concept you know whether it's you know whatever it is you know what I'm talking about here is the things that we're meant to do in life like work your nine to five and you know there's a limited this is what you get and have your white picket fence and you know, be a mom and all that sort of stuff. Now I'm at the point and I just question everything. Like I just question, well, who said? Who said it has to be this way? Who said this is all I can have? Who said I can't have my cake and eat it too? Who said that I can't, you know, be a mom and have a successful business? And who said, you know, these are who said I can't be successful doing what it is that I want to do my way? Who said that I have to work a night? Like just really in that sense of questioning questioning every little thing and you know and breaking that mold you know like I feel like otherwise it's like this cookie cutter you know everybody's this carbon copy of one another and you know like and it's a little bit of that herd mentality or that sheep mentality where you know we're just going along doing what it is that we're told trying to look a certain way be a certain way act a certain way and and blah, blah, blah 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 and quite often when you look at how women are meant to be is you know this is what I'm calling the good girl, the good girl myth because you know we're sort of you know like there is like quite an ingrained set of rules for for women and it's very much uh, double standards when it comes to comparing that to men you know and, and this can be for anything from you know we could be talking from sex to partners to you know careers to income you know everything and you know like the, the the role that you play within the home and mental load and there is like this huge huge double standard right and then if a woman is to display any of these characteristics of a man so whether she is driven to be successful for money then she is a gold digger if she is sexually libera- liberated then she is a slut or a man eater whatever you want to call it you know, and, and really what we want is our women to be meek, docile, you know, like 1950s Stepford wives situation, that's what, you know, what we're, you know, pure, Um, you know, like it is just this unrealistic standard, because you can't, you know, like for his example, it's like, don't be a prude, but don't be a slut, like finding this sort of middle ground, you know, like of what it is that you can, and you can't be, you don't talk about this, you sort of, you know conditioned to believe that almost that it's your position to please a man and it's not about being the other way around and you know and whether that's you know in the bedroom sexually or whatever that is you know as a wife making sure dinner's on the table at a certain time whatever that may be or however that may look this is what the good girl myth is you know like we're meant to you know like um what's that saying um a lady in the streets and a freak in the bed, you know, like these sort of comments like that, you know, where you want, you know, ladies to be a certain sort of way and, you know, sort of liberating from that. And, you know, there's so much of, you know, being the good girl. It's the good girl myth, you know. And what I've sort of realized on my own journey is we're not all meant to be the good girl. You know, some people are, that, that is who they are. They are like very innocent and very like, you know, soft. That You know, they, these are parts of their personalities and compassionate and kind and caring and, and all those amazing and beautiful things. It's not to say that one is better than the other, but what I'm here to say today that, you know, because we've always been led to believe that the good girl is the good one. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what we should be. And that's what we should strive to be where, you know, and, you know, and bad girls are, you know, and I shouldn't even say the word girls. Let's talk about women here, you know, like fucking women, like, you know, but we get told that some of those qualities to have that would come under that bad girl, bad woman vibe, bad bitch, whatever you want to call it is not desired or to be had or is just something you know that we shouldn't want to be and as I step into my own of who I am and you know and this next evolution I feel like <laughs> I thought this the other day um Taylor Swift on her eras tour like I feel like I'm going through my own eras tour and I feel like I am in now in the bad bitch era that's that's where I am and and you know, in the past, I think I've always tried to suppress that part of myself a little bit. Like I might embrace it here and there. And then I would just retreat back into my shell and just try and fit in with the, uh, you know, the, the good girl vibe. Right. And now it's just, you know, now it's like, mm -mm, it's not even who I am. Like, it's not who I am. And I think that being in touch with your shadow self, you know, and what do I mean by shadow self? It's your shadow self is usually the version of you or the the characteristics or the traits of, traits of yourself that you try to hide for whatever reason. And usually the reason why you hide that is because um, you are told that it's not good. You know, you're led to believe that's not good characteristics that you have. And this is like, you know, when we tell little girls like, oh, you're very bossy or, you know, like, you know, just, that's, the, that's the classic comment that we tell girls when they're being assertives or being leaders or anything like that, is that we beat it out of them straight away by telling them that they're bossy, and making that seem like that is an undesirable characteristic from a woman. And the great thing about now, and I guess why I feel so liberated now, is because I'm like, fuck the rules. I do not give a shit anymore about what anybody thinks about me. Because what if someone else thinks about me and, you know, like it's twofold. It's like, you know, like what someone else thinks about me is just none of my fucking business. I'm not here and I've said it before, never going to be everyone's cup of tea. So some people are just not going to like me and that's okay. And then other people, their perception of me can come out of that conditioning, you know, because they've been conditioned so long to believe in the good girl myth that when they see somebody who's not like that, that it is sort of threatens their comfort zone and what they know to be true and you know and those sort of attitudes or behaviors are in no way reflect on me on what I have and what I do so you know for me this has been about embracing all of me and this is why I'm calling it my bad bitch era because I'm here to be a bad bitch I'm here to play big like I've always been assertive I've always been dominant I have always been bossy bitchy you know like I'm not that pert, like I'm not the other I'm not the flip side of that and it's exhausting to try and be that all the time as well like to be something that you're not and to think that in a world that that's the only type of women we need I think is really really naive to think that would you not agree like just like, why do we just have just that, you know? Like, and you know, the reality is, is you know, when we talk about bad girls, or as I said, women here, they're not actually bad, they're just liberated as fuck, and they're confident and they're not afraid to show that confidence. Um, they know what they want, they know how to go after it, they're usually really ambitious and driven, and you know, and they. Like for me, like I'm happy to admit the things that I really fucking want, you know, like I want success and I want money and I want lots of it and I'm not ashamed to admit that where in the past I would have been because I wouldn't want to, you know, that sounds greedy or that sounds like, I don't know, I don't know why saying things like that is okay for a man to say it, but it's not okay for a woman to admit it. Right. And it was even the time back in the day too, you know, it's like, God forbid that a woman be like the main breadwinner in a house because that has its own connotations with it as well. Um, So, but the moment that I've started, and that's really been this year, just really getting into that, like just expressing all of I am and who I am. And that includes expressing things like my sexuality, my wildness, my yearn for freedom, like It just is so fucking liberating, you know, and for the first time in a long time that I can just feel like myself and myself is something that I'm really proud of as well. And, you know, if you have even been following me on social media for the last, I don't know, it's just over the last couple of weeks, is that I've also gone fuck those rules of appearing professional and, you know sweet and everything online I'm not doing that anymore like I'm showing up as a fucking bad bitch online and you know and you know because that you know because we need to see more women standing in their power we need to see more women who accept themselves and all of themselves and realize hey you know I've said this to a friend the other day on a phone call you are one in one in however many. One in a billions. Of money, one in billions. You know, like there is there is no one on this planet. There has been no one on this planet that is like you. There will be no one in the future on this planet like you. You are one and one only. One of a kind. Just as you are. For all those things that you accept about yourself and don't accept about yourself, you know, like those things that you've been told are flaws, you are one of a kind. Like, take a moment to really take that fucking in and what that actually means. You know, you will be the on- the only version of you to ever exist on this planet. Like, how crazy is that to think, you know, like, and that's just how fucking uniquely special you are. So why are you trying to fit in with the masses when that is not what you were put here to do or to be? You were put here to be you, you know? like So it's sort of like breaking those shackles of everything, all those expectations of what it is and who it is that you're meant to be and trying to be like everybody else and break free of that and start expressing yourself exactly as you are, all parts of you, you know, like, and that no topic is a taboo topic anymore, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> I just remember growing up, you know, things like, you definitely didn't talk about sex or sexuality or anything like that, and you definitely didn't express yourself, you know, if you were dressed a certain way, you are fucking asking for it or whatnot, blah, 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 that bullshit, like, it needs to go you know like it needs to go you need to have the freedom and the courage to express yourself exactly who you are as you are so whether that is as I said sexually whether that is just you know ambition or drive or you know like and maybe you want to do you know like and really about doing things your way and when you do things your way whether that is your career your marriage, your family, your like being a mom, like you get to do that your way because when you do it your way, it you light up, right, when you do it your way, you light up and you do it so fucking well but when you are forcing yourself to do it everyone else's way and to please everyone else and all that sort of stuff is really then when you're not at the top of your game and you're just, you're just sort of winging it, right, and just being, oh, I think this is the way it should be done and no one's fucking happy, Because you're doing it that way. And I think so much of like, you know, like this week has been like talking about a lot of experiences, right? So like your life experience and things that happen to you. And I've really gotten to a place of realizing that our experiences, and this may rock the boat. and And I say this because it used when people would even suggest this to me, especially when I was younger, I had this suggested to me as a teenager and in my early 20s and stuff like that, is that it used to piss me right off. And it used to just, I used to get so fucking angry about it, right? Is that our experiences are given to us for a reason. Because in some ways they help to shape who we are. You know, and, and I think that this is where that good girl myth comes in as well because I really realize, is with everything that I've been through in life since I was four years old, those experiences have shaped me to be a fighter, to, to survive life at, at most points, to fight for life. And it has created this strength in me, which then in turn has bred this desire, this ambition, this drive, this, you know, it's it's forced me to be really independent and quite assertive with things, you know, like these, you know, these experiences in life, you know, as traumatic or, you know, (laughs) traumatic and awful and tragic as some of them were you know they are what shaped me to being who I am today and I I'm not one I don't believe in coincidences I really don't I don't believe that there is such thing as a fucking coincidence like I everything seems to happen for a reason and again when I was younger and someone suggested that to me that really pissed me off especially when I had dealt with you know a few things that I dealt with, obviously, was my dad becoming a paraplegic from a drunk driver at the age of four to losing my first love, you know, at the age of 15, 16, you know. And then things that followed on from there, you know, like it, if you had told me that that stuff was going to happen for a reason, I just was so fucking mad. And I think, too, when this used to happen to me is that I used to go to a very um, – went to private school – and it was a Lutheran private school, so it was all very, like, that Christian approach of, like, God gives us this for a reason, and that was just really hard to deal with because then the way that you look at it, right, especially at that sort of age, is that, and and this is definitely how I looked at a lot of my life, right up, it sort of really shaped me, is that it was like God was out to get me. And then as I grew older and, and just sort of shifted my beliefs, it was like the universe was out to get me as well, like people didn't want to see me win and I felt like the world was out to get me because that's, you know, how I looked at that and, you know, because I wasn't shown any other way to look at that and then obviously spent my whole life trying to fucking fit in and do all that sort of bullshit that it it just always felt wrong. But the moment that I've been able to really embrace that and just be like, hang on, like the universe has my back life is happening for me, not to me. It really changes that victim mentality. And then being able to look back reflective now, like it takes maturity to be able to do that as well. Like, I mean, being able to do that at 20 years old, fuck no. Being able to do that at 15 years old, again, no, it's not going to (laughs) happen. You just feel hurt and betrayed. But when you're older, you can look back and just be like, "Mm, okay, well, if these things didn't happen, I wouldn't be who I am now. And These things happen for a reason and it wasn't, you know, because these things, when they've happened, they've created traits in me that don't fit the good girl myth. So then I can liberate myself with being, well, I wasn't put on this planet to be a good girl. I was put on this planet to be a fucking disruptor. I was put on this planet to do life my way, to show other people how to do life my way. And I was put on this planet to be a fucking bad as fuck bitch. And saying that out loud is so fucking empowering, you know. And then this brings like a whole level of like exploration because, you know, being Being a bad bitch, you know, I get to do, I get to make this about me. (laughs) You know, like all of our individual lives should be about ourselves. (laughs) It is our life and our experience. And the fact that we sit there and try and put so many people before us and everybody else's needs before our own is such a fucking joke when it's not being done in return. And you really think about it because it's not being done in return. Of course. And, you know, there's the exceptions to the rules. Of course, as a parent, you're always going to put your child first. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking as adults. You know, when you put everybody else's needs above your own and you're just trying to fit in and do everything that you're told that you should be doing, you put yourself last each and every fucking time. But this is your life. So you're meant to be first in your own life. You're not meant to be last. You know, like you might be last on other people's priorities and that's fucking fine because... They should be first on their own priorities. But the only person who's going to do this life for you is you. So realising, you know, like, and, and that's like, you know, realising bad bitches go to heaven, man. Like, just be here to just truly be you and make a change, you know. Like, and that's where that change comes into when we're free thinking, when we're challenging the status quo, when we are like, hang on, I'm going to do this my way, you know, like we need more of that. We need more, we need more women in power. We need more women with success. We need more women with money. We need more women living their desires. We need more women out there having good fucking sex. We need that, all right? The world needs that. And that's really what my job here is as well. Like I want, that's what I want. I want women to have more. I want them to have everything that they fucking desire and so much more. And I want to help them to break the constraints of society that we've been told that this is how it's meant to be and to liberate them so that they can start doing life their way. So they can start putting themselves first and having some of that fucking main character energy that that they deserve in their own fucking story. Like, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine being a supporting character in your own fucking story. What the fuck even is that? You know? No, it's main character energy all the fuck around. Alright, like it just... We don't need any more... People trying to fit in we don't need any more women trying to play small we don't need any more women who are just trying to like i don't know just be everything to everyone we need empowered women empowered women and do you know what happens with empowered women they empower other women and don't get me wrong, you can still be an empowered woman and still be a good girl. As I said, their that, that personality traits and as well, like your life experiences might have led you to be that way, you know, like maybe you didn't have a lot of tragedy and stuff like that in your life and, you know, and you came, you know, you had that life experiences that you had were all very supportive and very feminine and very um, compassionate and nurturing and that is then your gift to the world as well to be able to give to people. So, it's not to say that one is better than the other, but what I'm saying is if you are a bad girl, if you are a bad bitch, fucking start owning it. Um, and stop trying to not be that. Stop trying to fit into the it girl or the, the, you know, the, the good girl myth. Stop trying to fit into that if that's not who you are. That's what I'm suggesting here. It's not to say, as I said, it's not to say that one is better than the other. I'm just saying that you don't have to be that if you don't want to be that because you know what I found when I was that was never who I am it's never been who I am but I've always tried to be that person and it's fucking exhausting and you know for me and I know that's where I struggle with so much of the mental health issues when you were trying to suppress all these things about yourself and who it is that you truly truly are that shit fucks with your head it literally fucks with your head and it causes those sort of you know, mental health issues like depression and bipolar and mood disorders and all this sort of stuff because you were denying who it is that you truly are. And, you know, there's a way to, you know, find balance as well. Like it's not something to be afraid of either, you know, like it's not, you don't need to be afraid of unleashing this person that you know is within you. It is about embracing. And when you embrace and accept then you can find that beautiful balance of being able to be exactly who it is that you are and still give what it is that you need to give, you know, especially if you have established like relationships and and um, like marriage and children and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't mean that you're going to be taking away from that, but it is that you get to start embracing that and you will feel so much more fulfilled as well because you're no longer suppressing that version of yourself. Woo, that is a topic and a half. Now, ladies, if you have resonated with any of this today, I would just love for you, as I said, you know, this is organic. I want you to share this podcast. I want you to go, hey, such and such, have you listened to this podcast? Or, hey, I've been listening to this podcast and I fucking love it. Here, please give it a listen. Share it around, help it grow, and let's just help each other as women, to have more, to succeed, to have more money, to have more sex, to have more love, to have more anything that it is that you desire. Let's spread that message. I'm going to leave it there. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. Mwah. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Brown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.